Welcome to the Journey Home Podcast. Life is full of twists and turns, and sometimes we get stuck or lost along the way. Our desire is to be a friend and resource to anyone who needs a little wisdom, advice, or encouragement on their journey. But most of all, we want you to know you're not alone. So without further ado, let's jump into today's episode. Hey friends, this is Eunice. Thank you for joining me today. Today I just wanted to share with everyone this word that the Lord has really put on my heart for this week. And that is how our yeses to Him really matter, not just to Him, but also to the world around us. And this is just something that um, the Lord was really speaking to me through the life of Moses, but from the perspective of his mother. So I just wanted to share this story with you guys, and it's from Exodus 2. Now a man of the house of Levi married a Levite woman, and she became pregnant and gave birth to a son. When she saw that he was a fine child, she hid him for three months. But when she could hide him no longer, she got a papyrus basket for him and coated it with tar and pitch. Then she placed the child in it and put it among the reeds along the bank of the Nile. His sister stood at a distance to see what would happen to him. Then Pharaoh's daughter went down to the Nile to bathe, and her attendants were walking along the riverbank. She saw the basket among the reeds and sent her slave girl to get it. She opened it and saw the baby. He was crying, and she felt sorry for him. This is one of the Hebrew babies, she said. Then his sister asked Pharaoh's daughter, Shall I go and get one of the Hebrew women to nurse the baby for you? Yes, go, she answered, and the girl went and got the baby's mother. Pharaoh's daughter said to her, Take this baby and nurse him for me, and I will pay you. So the woman took the baby and nursed him. When the child grew older, she took him to Pharaoh's daughter and became her son. She named him Moses, saying, I drew him out of the water. Now, I just love how the Lord was speaking to me through a mother's story, because as you guys know, I'm a mother and I have five kids. Four of them are teenagers now. But whenever I see babies and stuff, really, my heart is very tender toward them. I just love children and looking at children because I think they're adorable. And so I just look into this story of Moses's mother and I just imagine the kind of pain and agony she must have felt knowing that any day if she got caught, her son would die, her adorable baby son. And that must just have been a terrifying time for her. I mean, can you imagine the terror? Imagine if you're a parent, and even if you're not a parent, you see that the number one way that babies communicate is through crying. So how was this mother able to keep her son quiet and hidden for three whole months is truly a mystery to me. Like, I wonder how that happened and the kind of anxiety maybe even she felt during that time. And so I just look in this story and I just see a woman of faith. I just look at a woman who really, she said a small yes to God. God, I'm going to do this. I am going to try my best to save my child's life. And he is in your hands. I mean, essentially that's what she did because who else can put a three-month-old baby in a basket down a rushing river and see what happens? You know what I mean? That She must have said this yes to God in her heart and just begging him to keep her baby alive. The thing that I just wonder when I think about Moses' mom, though, is 
Could she have known? Did she just think like a regular mother, Lord, just save my son? Or could she have known, God, save my son and he will save an entire people group? I wonder about that because that's pretty amazing to think about. If you think about it, Moses' mom taking that risk and saying yes to God, not only was, you know, I'm sure the Lord was pleased with her heart, you know, but it not only affected her life and her family's life, but she was saying yes to see God use Moses, Moses to deliver an entire nation. I mean, think about that. That is just profound because most likely, I wonder if she knew that when she was desperately trying to save her son's life, could she have known like that her little yes could make such an impact in history? That's just something that I've been pondering this week. And so I just want to share a little story of why I've been pondering that. On Sunday, we were sitting in service at our church. And so our church is a new church we've been attending for the past year. It's a, a new church um, starting up. And so the thing that was amazing is I was sitting there in the, a sea of people. They have three services and now it's like 1,200 people. The thing that's crazy about it is I was sitting there and I felt the Lord just tenderly say to me that it was because of our pastors, their courage to say yes to him, that now 1,200 people are blessed. And I, I, I look forward to see what else the Lord will do in our city through our church. But see, that's something that I like hadn't really thought about that much because I'm like, man, their one decision has now affected 1,200 of us and we are thankful to be there in that house. And I just think about even how, and then the Lord just started speaking to me about like, Eunice, your yes, yes, it matters to me, but there are also people who when you say yes to God and you're willing to partner with him, that will be affected in the world by those decisions. And I just love that idea. Now, I don't fully understand how it all unpacks in my own personal life, but it's just something that I feel like the Lord at least started planting a seed in me to ponder is how one person's yes, it might be just a small whisper to God and he takes that whisper seriously and just to see what the Lord could do with that small yes is just profound, I think. And so I just wanted to share that with you guys because I don't know like what kind of things the Lord might be asking you in this season of your life. I feel like at least for myself, COVID has this COVID pandemic has caused me to really think about like, you know, what's important, what's not, what do we want to throw away? What do we want to keep in our lives? And so it's kind of helped, I think a lot of the world, not just myself, like downsize in not just physical stuff, but also mental stuff, or even just, you know, think about what future goals you want to have. That's personally what I think COVID has helped me see. Like what's most important? What should be the priorities in our life? But I think something else I'm realizing is there are times that the Lord invites us into things. And yes, he doesn't, I don't personally think like necessarily like punishes us like the way I guess like in one sense you could look at Jonah getting swallowed up by the whale as a punishment. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> Those are all 
things that you can unpack before the Lord. But what I do know is I feel like there are consequences to our decisions. And sometimes when the Lord asks us to do something, and whether we say yes or no, there are also consequences to that decision. Yeah, so instead of saying like punishment, let's say consequences. Consequences to that decision that could impact the world. It's like as if the world is waiting for that also, for you to say that small yes. They don't even know it, but between you and God, you guys know it. And so, I don't know, those are just thoughts I've been pondering. And so just to share, I was thinking about how it has happened in our family history. I just thought of two stories to share with you guys. One is, um, you know, we have a unique last name. Ho is a very unique last name for Korean people. Um, My maiden name is Kim. And so for me, that's like the most common name among Korean people. But um, my husband, his last name is Ho. And the history of his family is um, they are from North Korea. His father... um, was born in North Korea. The, now, the amazing thing is, I've been thinking about my husband's grandmother, who I never got to meet, but I have gotten to hear her story through my father-in-law. And the thing is, is she was an amazing woman of God. She was saved in North Korea. And the thing is, is when the Korean War broke out, she was a single mom due to a series of circumstances. And she had a choice. Is she going to stay in North Korea and do the thing that was familiar to her? Or was she going to take a chance and flee to South Korea with her children in the war? And it is just, she just has an amazing story of how the Lord led her out of North Korea into the South. And that is where, you know, my father-in-law grew up like the later part of his childhood and things. And the thing is, is they just have an amazing family history. But I just think about the courage and bravery of my husband's grandma. And can you imagine how scary that situation would have been, especially as a single woman, like trying to raise these six kids? It's like six people you have to feed, six people that you have to flee with. I just cannot imagine the kind of decisions that she had to make. And yet here I am married to her grandson and we have five beautiful children. And I just think about how her courage and bravery has given us this freedom that we could even live in America. Her courage and bravery has let our family live on. And that's something profound that I do think about from time to time. Because, you know, when you read stories about North Korea, man, it still, it weighs on my heart. I pray for that nation to know the Lord again, okay? And I just think about, man, one woman, her courage and bravery to flee at the right moment in the Korean War has changed our generations. And I'm grateful for that. And so I just wanted to share that little story about our history. But another story I want to share from my own personal history is just how our little yeses are meaningful to God and to others. And so this one is more just about our immediate family. So I don't know how many people are impacted by this story, but I know that it has forever changed our family. And so I just think about when Chris and I first got married, I knew that I wanted a larger family. 
And that was just something the Lord put on my heart. He put like different seeds about that in my heart. And so after we had four kids in five years, we were like, whoa, we really need a break. And in fact, Chris was thinking maybe we need like a permanent break from this. We already have four kids. It's pretty amazing. And so um, that's just where we were in our process. But at the time, I just felt the Lord put a burden on my heart for another child. And that burden, I felt like, you know, I'd be like, man, I still have like all these little ones to tend to. But that burden was still like burning in my heart. And so as some of you guys who know our story uh, or know us personally, we tried to adopt for two years in that time period where I convinced my husband enough that we were not done. (laughs) And that we, in fact, just like, I I just felt like one more child would make our family feel so complete. And so, um, so what happened was we were in the process for two years of trying to adopt and the doors just remained shut, nothing open for us. Even though we finished all the proper paperwork and we waited some days patiently, some days not so patiently and nothing happened. Nothing came from that. A lot of money was spent in that process and nothing came from that. And it was at that time that, man, that burden of just wanting to have another baby that I really think the Lord put in my heart was still burning in me. And so thank the Lord that's how our baby Joy was born because the reality of it was is like we were kind of like, ah, should we have another baby? We have four to tend to. Now there's going to be a bigger age gap. And yet the Lord blessed us with our baby Joy. And as you guys know, she is a complete delight to our family and anyone she meets <laughs> of course i'm biased but she is just such a sweet child and and such a gift from the lord and when i look at each one of my kids i do feel like the lord put on my heart the burden to have each one of my kids and the thing is that's funny is a lot of people because they assume that joy was a, a surprise baby because there's such a huge age gap between our fourth and fifth, especially because I had the first four so close together. But in reality, she was just something, just a gift that the Lord put on my heart, a burning desire. And I said yes to the Lord, and so did my husband Chris, and we just went for it, went for our fifth kid. And I am so grateful to God how he whispers these things in our hearts. And as parents, I just want to encourage you, we do not know what the Lord is going to do through each one of our children's lives. I am just, you know, I'm in the thick of the teenage years with my four older ones, and then we have our eight-year-old. And the thing is, is when I look at them, I know that the Lord has uniquely gifted them, uniquely called them to something. And honestly, We don't know exactly what that is, but I just know that the Lord has called them to make an impact on this world for his kingdom and that each one of them is a gift to this world. And so I just wanted to leave those thoughts with you guys because I feel like um, I had a wrong perception for many years that when the Lord whispers something in my heart, and it's an invitation for something. I had the wrong perception for many years that really that yes, whether I said yay, yes, Lord, or no, Lord, 
to that, I had the wrong perception that it really only impacts me. Who else knows if I say yes to the Lord or no to the Lord about this decision? And yet what I'm realizing, and as the Lord was really just encouraging me through this scripture and through our church service on Sunday, is Eunice, one person's yes actually does make a difference to the world. And so I don't know what the world meaning, it could affect your, just your immediate family. It could affect the generations behind you. It could affect hundreds of people. It could affect thousands of people. It could affect millions of people. Like I literally do not know, but something that God is so faithful in doing is he multiplies our yes. And so I just wanted to encourage you that with this story from Moses's mom's life, because I feel like a lot of times we can just gloss over the sacrifice gloss over the story and just be like, oh, that's a cool story. Like, wow, it changed the world. (laughs) But have we really thought about, man, her yes to God, her surrender and and the, the courage it took to overcome the fear of going against the tide at the time. Can you imagine an entire people group was saved because of this mother? And I just wanted to encourage you guys with that thought because this is really something that the Lord, man, has been like burning on my heart this week. And I just want to encourage you because I know that each one of you has a place that the Lord wants to use you powerfully, whether that's in the workplace, whether that's your mom at home, or whether that you're a family about to adopt a child. Like, I do not know what the Lord's plans are for you, but I know that as you communicate with Him, that He will show you what He wants to invite you into, and also just to encourage you to go for it, because your yes truly matters to Him and to the world. I hope that you have an amazing week. Thank you for listening. Bye-bye. Thanks for joining us for today's podcast. If you liked what you heard, please leave us a rating and review, and we'd be especially honored if you would pass along the podcast or recommend it to a friend. Before we sign off, I just wanted to mention one of the most popular services we offer, which is coaching for individuals and couples. So on this podcast, we're able to share biblical truth, practical wisdom, but we're speaking on in very broad terms. That's just the nature of the medium, right? Uh, But what coaching allows us to do is to get into the specifics of your story or your situation and apply these principles in a more focused way. And while we can't promise that we'll always find a solution or resolution, many times we've found that it's helpful for people just to have someone to listen and process life with. Sometimes that's actually what we need the most. Um, So if that sounds appealing and you're still not quite sure, we even offer a free 30-minute session for new clients. That's a great way to try out coaching with no financial obligation. Um, You can find more information about coaching or our other services at our website, thejourneyhome.global. And finally, if you want to connect with us, you can email us, you can connect by social media. All of the links to our accounts are in the show notes below. We truly love hearing from you, and we promise we actually will read and respond to your emails or social media interactions. Um, So thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time.